we're building a space that the community will effectively use as they wish. Welcome to the Bailiwick Express podcast. My name is Matthew Leach. I'll be joined each week by a guest for a series of podcasts. Each will shine a light on topics from across the Bailiwick. The format will change week to week. We'll have debates, reviews, hot seat interviews and special guests. So stick with us as we offer some insight on some of the most important issues we in the Bailiwick face. The community redevelopment project being undertaken at Lavalette is nearing completion, with the charity responsible excited for opening up a true community space for St Peterport. Viva Lavalette was set up in 2019 with the sole intention of wholly redeveloping the area and the facilities that serve the children in ladies' pool. It's now set to open for Easter 2022, and Express spoke to one of the charity leads, Helen Bonner Morgan about the journey so far. We're here today. We're talking about the uh, Lavalette, so the regeneration project. I mean, we've spoken. Me and you have spoken in the past. Um, at what stage are we at now? We're we still on for next year. Yes, um, it's really exciting. Actually, the build process is um, going really well. Um, we've had a couple of setbacks, obviously, with the initial first lockdown early in 2021. Soon after we'd put spades in the ground, um, there have been a few material um, issues in terms of getting things um, for the project but that's just meant that the project manager has just had to rearrange a, a few things in terms of sequence and we're set to be um, well the builders are set to be off-site at the end of March 2022 with a view to us opening in in April. And so give us a little refresher of what we're opening in Easter what is this is a community kind of project isn't it really? It, it's completely community focused we, um, Vive Lavalette, um, are a charity that was set up in 2019 to wholly regenerate that, that area of Lavalette and the facilities serving the ladies' and children's pools. And so what we've really tried to do and what's come through the brief for the architect is make it as accessible, um, both physically and, and culturally, um, for the community of Guernsey. So we're, we're building a space that... The community will effectively um, use as they wish. We're not going to leave that entirely up to um, to serendipity and chance. We are going to be um, delivering um, programmes and encouraging um, schools and other organisations to use the place. And so we're working closely with the Guernsey Sports Commission, the Health Improvement Commission. Um, we hope that um, the Youth Commission will find it a really useful space to engage with with their clients. And in addition to that, we hope that Guernsey Mind will bring their group um, down to use the space because they have a, 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 a swimming group that they that regularly meets on a Friday, and the list goes on and on. And so the um, the opportunities are, are are huge. So what work is going on there right now? So um, RG Fowler are our contractors, and they're working um, on the on the building itself. But we're also really pleased that we've been working very closely with the states um, to um, to, de- to deliver the restoration work on the pool, which is a massive positive thing for us, I believe, and for the community as a whole, that we're working so closely and, um, and um, co-productively with the states. Um, so that's going on at the moment. Um, the states have um, contracted Geomarine to restore the pools, which will really improve the user experience because the surfaces will be um, no longer um, as uneven. 
and um, they needed a bit of love they really really did yeah so we're, we're really pleased because that will more or less the end of that work will coincide with um, the work that um, our contractors are doing on the building itself so I mean in terms of the building itself we use the existing footprint that was the the changing rooms in kiosk level before but what um, our very clever architects have done is um, just refurbish that space and added um, upwards so the, the footprint hasn't expanded it's um, they've just really really um, modified and developed that, that that footprint so there are going to be refreshed changing rooms um, a, a covered cafe which will be the um, the economic engine of the community focused um, project and then on the top floor which is the upper mound as people would know it there's going to be a flexible space um, that can be used for community groups but in addition to that we will be um, working with our corporate sponsors for them to use the place either for themselves or for one of their chosen charities. It's going to be quite spectacular when it's finished I can imagine. <laughs> I mean it seemed like an area of St Peterborough that really needed to be revamped and because it's a it's a brilliant part of the island. It really is and already I mean we've taken a few people around on on tours of the um, site as the building work's been progressing and to stand in the uh, I mean, on the cafe floor itself and to be on the the newly formed balcony and really get to feel and sense the 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 new views um over the pool and out um towards castle corner and herm and and so on is uh, it's just wonderful and i think that people are going to be in, inspired by it i mean it's it's a really really um positive thing for for st peterport town and for for guernsey as a whole i think i mean so the idea to regenerate the area, where did it come from? Why was it decided that it, it needed it, even though it clearly did? Yeah, well, the um, states back in 2018 threw out their seafront enhancement area plan and that um, piqued the interest of Dave Waugh, who's the chair of Vive La Valette. He's been absolutely embedded in the charitable sector, sector for quite some time, having been involved with the Guernsey Community Foundation. And he he really saw this as an opportunity to create an exemplar public um, private um, um, development so when I say public private it's more public third sector but we have had lots of support from um, private individuals and organizations um, to make this happen and you talk about that kind of support I know you're raising money to to get the development going? I mean, yeah. have you re- reached your target? Are you still on, on track to reach your target? Well, we're certainly on track and we've been really um, fortunate that grant givers and corporates and individuals have come forward with um, support. But we've got this wonderful initiative, which is is really um, quite an egalitarian um, way of the whole community contributing to the capital costs of the, of the build. And that's in the form of us um, asking for pledges or, or donations for pieces of cladding that will adorn the front of the changing rooms. And that is um, that will really mean that if people get involved and, and make that um, donation, we've, we've set it at a, a minimum donation of £500, um, but that means that groups of people can come together and pay their part and, um, and, and, and have their organisation or their swim group's name on it, for instance. Um, and what's really exciting and what will be visually exciting is that all of these names will form a rhythm and texture front, along the front of those changing rooms and they'll be um, there for, for many years to come because of the material that we've used in the process. 
Have you um, had some people come forward already? Oh yes, no, we've got loads of names. And in fact, the engraving of the cladding is going to be starting um, imminently. The, the materials arrived, the um, CNC cutter is set up in the basement or the b- bottom floor of DLM Architects. And um, they've completely um, geeked out on how to do it brilliantly. And no, it's, it's going um, to be exciting to start seeing them, them come, come, come out, yeah. What's the cladding made of? It's made of a um, 100% sustainable, um, um, well actually it's a recycled product, it's, a, it's 100% plastic, but it's okay. been created from um, the um, waste from sea fisheries. Um, so uh, it's compressed black plastic, which will obviously um, not um, require ongoing maintenance, which is one of the things that was in the brief for the original um, building to make it as a sustainable as um, as robust a building as possible for the site. I was going to ask then along that vein. So when we when you when it opens, yes. when, it, when this is all passed in, in, you know, Easter is what you're aiming for. Yeah. Is that the end of the development, or is there future plans? What happens <laughs> next? Gosh, well, the the moment that the building opens is really when the project starts, um, because that's when the community starts using the space. So we have this wonderful, um, rich culture already there at the pools. There are many, many people swimming there on a daily basis that have been swimming there since the 70s or, or even before. Um, so we obviously want to keep on building on that and you, you'll have seen in the press and the, you know, the, the, the media in Guernsey how big um, swimming in the sea has become for so many people. Um, so the, the building itself will become, I'm sure, the spiritual home of all swimming, not just um, the open water swimming, which it already is. And um, thereafter, of course, I was saying that people will start coming. We, we, we're encouraging um, school children to come down and we're, we're working on, on that quite quite hard at the moment to ensure that there's opportunities for um, primary school children, years five and, and six, to, to come and get their first experience or, or, or a regular experience of being by the sea. I need more excuses to get myself down into the sea. Mm-hmm. I tried swimming a lot this year, so it was a. I'm looking forward to it myself. Yeah, well, what we want to do, and what's really important when people are um, habit changing or doing things for their health and well-being, is to make it as easy as possible. If there is friction and something coming, you know, getting in the way of someone doing something that's good for them, sometimes it's hard to do it. So we hope that by creating these fabulous facilities for people to um, use in the centre of, of, of St Peter Port or, you know, just so accessible with the bus um, service being so close, etc, etc. If we make it as easy as possible for people to do something that's good for them, that um, more people will, will do it. So I hope, Matthew, that you'll be a regular. I will, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, um, the group that has is, is doing this, is, uh-huh. is working on this project, I mean, is there a lot of you? I mean, it must bring you all together to do something like this? Well, we were originally a group of, a, I think, about eight of us, and that was uh, enough for us to sort of put together the um, the brief. But it has grown in time, and we're really pleased um, that Daniel Green, um, who um, runs the fabulous cafe up at Specsavers, um, has come on board as our catering um, consultant, and he's put together a really great concept for us, for, um, for the cafe, and is making sure that it will be um, professionally um, set up and run and he's helped us um, work on what we need in the kitchen 
And we're also really pleased that Adrian Sarche, our sea donkey of Guernsey, has got really behind it because one of the things that we're really keen to do, and we were keen to do firstly with the, um, the building itself, was to make sure it was accessible um, physically. Um, one of the things he's um, really supporting is the accessible access ramp, rather, um, down into the water, which is one of the initiatives you've already reported in, in the Belluc Express. And that access ramp is in with planning at the moment, and we hope to um, be telling everyone more about that and the initiatives um, to fundraise for that in the in the new year. It's all very, very exciting. I mean, yeah. are you going to be launching with a big party? What's the plan? Well, yeah, what is the big plan? We have been talking about that quite extensively. Uh, so it's a case of, I think, watch this space. I think that there'll be loads of opportunities um, uh, over certainly 2022 and beyond to um, celebrate what's what's happening there. And I think that um, what's quite fitting, I think, is that we've been working hard with our, with our head down, um, just a- actioning as much as we can. Um, so... I don't know if we want to um, either celebrate with a big bang or just open up and just let and that people use it. That is the big it. bang, that I suppose. That is the big bang, yeah. I, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, no, there's not. we're not going to necessarily have fanfares. We just want to get it open and get people um, down there and using the place. Um, so if people do want to help or, or you know, support it, donate, yeah. to get involved with the, with the cladding or anything in, mm-hmm. at all, what, what can they do? Well, we have a website which is called thebathingpools.com and on that website you can find a contact page and get directly in touch with me to talk about um, fundraising uh, initiatives. Um, And when you get in touch with me via that um, contact page, you'll be um, sent some details of how to get involved with the cladding initiative um, that has our um, email address on it. Um, or talk about some other way that you might want to contribute because we've always said that we don't have the monopoly on good ideas and so if someone really appreciates how focused we are on the community and they can see a need within the community how do we come together and make something happen um, which we, and, and we, we, we all we've got lots of ideas and we're, we're actioning plenty of them but someone might have something else that they want to do and, and we're really open to that happening. So it's a, a community space for us to use. Yeah, absolutely. We want to um, ensure that um, I think we we do have a really clear soul print. Um, we are community focused f- for starters. We are working hard to support people's health and well being. We want to regenerate the area, and that's not just the footprint of the building, but we want to see that whole area running from Havlet up to the ladies and children's pool um, improved and I've mentioned already that we're a charity anything of any profits that we generate through the cafe or through um, usage of the space will be directly um, ploughed back into the the project as a whole Um, we're very collaborative we want to work collaborative with people and I would say that our team is um, is very competent so we want to work with other organizations that are equally um, aligned with us really
Thank you for listening to the Bailiwick Express podcast. The title track was Shift My Weight by Luno. If you enjoyed it, I know it's a pain, but please like and share. It all helps. And remember, you can hit bailiwickexpress.com to stay right up to date with whatever is happening in the Bailiwick. You can find us online, on social, on email, and on internet radio. There'll be more from me, Matthew Leach, and all the Bailiwick Express team next Friday.